Brian Kelly announces on Wednesday afternoon that he has officially parted ways with defensive coordinator Matt House and three defensive assistants. And since Brian Kelly made that move and moved on from defensive coordinator Matt House, LSU football is better off. You are locked on LSU, your daily podcast on the LSU Tigers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, what's up, y'all? Welcome into Locked On LSU. Thank you for making us your first listen every single day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcast. You can also check us out on YouTube. We are there daily and we are for free. So just hit that subscribe button and get notified as soon as the latest from Locked On LSU drops. Today's edition of Locked On LSU is brought to you by Game Time. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDON for $20 off of your purchase. Well, the day that we all have been waiting for, for a majority of this 2023 season, has finally come. On Wednesday, Brian Kelly made the announcement that LSU and he would be moving on from defensive coordinator Matt House and also uh, defensive back coaches Kerry Cooks and Robert Steeples and defensive line coach Jimmy Lindsay. So Brian Kelly is cleaning house defensively and bringing in an entirely new defensive coaching staff for the 2024 season. If you have followed this podcast at all, if you have followed me on Twitter at all at any point of this season, you probably expected me to get up here and to cheer and to jump up and down and to celebrate and and to you know to throw a party that Matt House has been fired. I'm not going to do that because first of all, I don't think it's in very good taste to throw a party when people lose their jobs. Because I think we also need to re- remember the human aspect of all of this. That Matt House and Kerry Cooks and Robert Steeples and Jimmy Lindsay, that they have families, that they have significant others, that they have kids, that they now have to move, that their futures are now uncertain. I'm not going to celebrate any person losing their job. Because Matt House being fired today does not retroactively fix the defensive woes of this past season. It doesn't give back those 700 yards of offense and 52 points that you gave up against Ole Miss. It doesn't magically give back the nearly 200 rushing yards that Jalen Milrow had alone against you in Tuscaloosa this year. It doesn't undo the 500 yards of offense that you gave up to the 68th ranked offense in the country in Wisconsin. It doesn't undo what Tanner Mordecai did against you in the ReliQuest Bowl when he threw for a season-best 378 yards and three touchdowns. You want to know Tanner Mordecai's best game other than when he played you? It was against Washington State where he threw for 277 yards and a single touchdown. You, your defense, has made more quarterbacks look better, has given more quarterbacks, their best games of the season than not. That your defense 
was one of the statistically one of the worst in the SEC, better only than Vanderbilt, a team that won two games this season. You ranked 82nd overall in total defense, and your passing defense numbers were significantly worse. And oh yeah, by the way, those passing number numbers also account for Auburn with one of the worst passing offenses in the country, Army with one of the pass, worst passing offenses in the country. Yeah, that's how bad you were. You were statistically the worst defense in the history of LSU football, including Bo Pelini's defense in 2020. And that was a freaking doozy. I, I, I said then it couldn't get much worse. I think the big man upstairs may have heard me and laughed at that. So it doesn't undo what this defense did. It doesn't undo the fact that Matt House single-handedly wasted an opportunity for LSU to compete for a national championship. You are the best offense in the country. If your defense was simply just average, if your defense was below average and not horrendous and not statistically the worst defense in the history of LSU football, you probably find yourself in the college football playoff. Because you 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 beat Ole Miss with a better defense. You beat Alabama with a better defense. Now, Florida State, we can discuss. But I would like to think, with an average defense, you don't give up all the yards and touchdowns that you gave up in that fourth quarter against Jordan Travis and the Florida State Seminoles. You probably go undefeated with an average defense and that offense. But no. But no. You didn't. But you still won 10 games with a defense that was that bad. That is how good your offense was. And Matt House wasted it. Matt House and his mismanagement of talent, his mismanagement of Harold Perkins, and the fact that Harold Perkins was rendered essentially useless in several games this season, the fact that this entire defense couldn't wrap up and make a tackle The fact that, yeah, you were working kind of with a ragtag group of defensive backs, but (laughs) opposing teams could still throw for over 350 yards on a consistent basis. That is what cost you a trip to the college football playoff. So while I'm not going to sit up here and celebrate and throw a party over a person losing their job, I am going to say that LSU football is better off today than they were yesterday when Matt House was employed by the, by the LSU football program because Matt House's defenses were that bad. And I don't think it should have come as a surprise to any LSU fan out there, nor do I think that LSU fans should feel like this is is a groundbreaking move because it's not, because that's not the expectation at LSU. The expectation at LSU is that you are held to a championship standard, that there are championship expectations, that Brian Kelly moving on from Matt House and cleaning house defensively, no pun intended, is simply what he needed to do in order to build a championship caliber program at LSU, in order to bring a national championship to LSU. That that's what he needed to do. And on Wednesday, Brian Kelly made the right decision. Now look, this team is going under a lot of change. Brian Kelly 
is not only replacing that house, he's also replacing Mike Denbrock. Let's not forget, you've got an OC opening. You have a DC opening. You have defensive coaching staff openings on the defensive line, with the safeties, and with the corners. You have a really tough schedule next year. The SEC gets more competitive once Texas and Oklahoma join the fold. And the expectations for this program aren't going anywhere. You won 10 games the last two seasons. That's now the expectation. And then some. It's winning 10 games and also a trip to Atlanta. It's winning 10 games and also get into the college football playoff. And that doesn't get any easier for Brian Kelly. So Brian Kelly, you were tasked to bring a championship to LSU. You knew it wasn't going to be easy. It's not going to be easy. And now you got a whole lot of coaching vacancies in order that, that need to be filled. So this is a massive test for Brian Kelly. Taking over what he took over in 2021 with 40 scholarship players and John Trey Kirkland playing, playing a, a quarterback as a wide receiver, that was challenge number one. Can you rebuild the foundation at LSU? You did that. You won the West in year one. You beat Alabama in year one. You went back-to-back seasons winning 10, 10 games. You developed a Heisman Trophy winning quarterback. Now, this is the next big challenge. Can you rebuild what you've built based on the foundation that has already been established? So it's, it's, it's going to be tough for Brian Kelly. But Brian Kelly made the right decision. And today is a good day for LSU football because without Matt House, you're a better football program. Because without Matt House, you at least have hope that the LSU defense can at least be average. So you're better now without Matt House. And I think another aspect of this that was incredibly telling that this was the right move for Brian Kelly to make if being statistically the worst defense in the history of LSU football wasn't enough, if the defense costing you three regular season games wasn't enough, if the defense being as bad as it was wasn't enough, this will be the most telling indication that Matt House, he needed to go. And we'll get into that coming up next after just a few words from our sponsors. All right, I want to tell you about game time. Have you ever tried to buy tickets? Let's say it's to a sporting event or a concert or a comedy show, a theater event, whatever it might be. And it's always a hassle, whether you're dealing with a ton of extra fees when you're checking out or you don't know exactly where you're going to be sitting or you're waiting in virtual lines. I mean, if you bought tickets to Taylor Swift's Eras Tour, you know what I mean when you're talking about virtual lines, when you're sitting there waiting at your computer for hours and hours and hours buying tickets to your favorite events. It doesn't need to be difficult. So go to game time. Game time is fast and it's an easy way to buy tickets for all of the events near you. They've got killer last minute deals, all in prices, views from your seat, and the best price guarantee. Game time takes the guesswork out of buying tickets. We just wrapped up the Christmas season. I wanted to buy tickets to uh, to a sporting event for me and a loved one. So I went to game time because I knew it was going to be the cheapest price. And also, I knew that I could see exactly what our view from the field was going to be. I didn't want to have to guess. I didn't want to get there and think, oh, okay, well, there's a you know a pole right in front of us. We're not as close to the field as I, as I thought that we were. No, with game time, all of the questions are taken out of the ticket buying process. 
So take that guesswork out. Make the ticket buying process much easier. Save money and do it with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code Locked On for twenty dollars off of your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code Locked On L O C K E D O N for twenty dollars off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. All right, thanks again for making Locked On LSU your first listen every single day. We are part of the Locked On Network, your team every day. And speaking of the Locked On Network, we've launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every single league. Go to Locked On Sports today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. The big news that came out on Wednesday afternoon, Brian Kelly has parted ways with defensive coordinator Matt House and three defensive assistants. Brian Kelly released a statement uh, on Wednesday afternoon. He said, this morning I met with Matt House, Kerry Cooks, Robert Steeples, and Jimmy Lindsay to inform them that they, they would not return to our coaching staff in 2024. I want to thank each of these coaches for their work on behalf of our football program and in our institution doing, during their time here. Decisions like these are always difficult. We do not make them lightly, but they are made with the best interests of our program and our student athletes in mind. Moving forward, we will continue working to build a championship caliber coaching staff in support of our mission to graduate champions. So Brian Kelly saying what he needed to say, and he did what he needed to do. He made this defense better by moving on from Matt House. And there were so many elements of this defense that made it obvious. If you watched five minutes of LSU, if you watched five games of LSU, or if you've watched every single down and every single second of this football program like I have, like you have, like so many LSU fans have, it was so obvious how bad this defense was how much meat of this defense was left on the bone? Because you know, was there an abundance of defense in the secondary? No. But you had Harold Perkins, an All-American. You had Mason Smith, a future first-rounder. You had Makai Wingo, who I believe is either going to be a first or second rounder. And you still were statistically one of the worst defenses in all of college football. That's saying something. There was some talent on this defense. It's not like this defense was completely void of talent. It was simply just mismanaged. Now, throughout the entire season, I think it became increasingly clear game over game that there was a message that just wasn't getting through to the players. That There was a disconnect that whenever units are that bad, but also still have that much talent, it has to fall on the coaching staff. And I wondered, is there something there that we aren't seeing? Is there something beyond the missed tackles? Is there something beyond the mismanagement of talent that's causing this disconnect? Is there a message that's not getting through because there's not a very good relationship there between the players and Matt House and the rest of the coaching staff. Now, when it comes to the rest of the coaching staff, when it comes to Kerry Cooks and Robert Steeples and Jimmy Lindsay, I do believe there were good relationships there, especially with Robert Steeples. If you check out his Twitter, he typed out a long and lengthy thank you and goodbye note to LSU. When it comes to Matt House, if you needed another reason to believe, besides the stats and besides the, the games that this defense lost this team, look at the reaction from some of the defensive players in LSU's locker room. The first one that I saw was from Braden Swinson, defensive end. 
he posted on his Instagram story after the the news was dropped. I believe Pete Thamel had it first of ESPN. That Madhouse had been fired. Braden Swinson posted on his Instagram story a video of a person kicking rocks. I don't think you need to interpret that much there. Braden Swinson telling Matt House, kick rocks, dude. Get the heck out of here. The second thing that I saw on social media, and this one, this one, I, I frankly, I, I didn't know. Uh, I, I really didn't know what it meant. Uh, Harold Perkins, which, of course, I think if you're talking about the mismanagement of this defense, Harold Perkins is probably the, the poster child for mismanagement for this LSU defense. He tweeted out, it ain't fun when the rabbit got the gun. And honestly, I didn't really know what that meant. I, I thought that that could take a few different interpretations and a few different meanings. But I think overall what it means is there's been a transition of power. That, that you know, one person that has been slighted, that's been getting the short end of the stick, isn't getting the short end of the stick anymore. That the person that was holding the power shouldn't have had the power, and now the tables have turned. And that, to me, says enough that, hey, I feel like I've been slighted. I feel like I have been getting the short end of the stick. And I feel like you, Matt House, has unrightfully had this power over me, or you've had power over a certain entity, and you don't have it anymore. Me, the rabbit, the one that's been slighted, now I have the power. Now I can recontrol my power and my control over, you know, whatever this control you've had over me. That's how I interpret it. I've seen several different interpretations on social media, but overall, I think it's a good riddance, Matt House. And one thing that came out even before Matt House got fired, but I saw it and it was before he got fired. I saw it and I said, he's got to go get him out of there. I've, I wanted him gone for a long time, but this just solidified it to me. Because it's one thing, you know, if, if you're not a good coach, but the players love you, it's a totally, completely different story when you're not a good coach and the players can't stand you. Once you lose the rock, locker room, you've lost everything. Once you lose the respect of your players, I don't care if you're a head coach, coordinator, assistant coach, whatever you are. Once you've lost the respect of that players, you've got nothing left and your days are numbered. And it was a video that was put out by Jacques Doucet you know, of WAFB. Jacques put out a long compilation of some clips at the at the ReliaQuest Bowl, you know, on the field clips, Garrett Nussmeyer accepting his MVP award, players celebrating on the field after the game. But there was one clip in particular that went viral, and it was Makai Wingo talking with, or, you know, a, a lack of words, if you will, with Matt House at the end of the game. And Matt House comes up to Makai Wingo, and he's basically, you know, patting him on the back, giving him a hug, being really excited. And Makai Wingo could not look more uninterested and, frankly, more disgusted that Matt House was touching him and was in his general vicinity. Like, I, I don't consider myself to be a, a psychologist or a body language expert, but I do consider myself at least... Uh, with a high enough of an emotional IQ to to know when somebody doesn't like someone else. And it was as clear as day that Makai Wingo wanted absolutely nothing to do with Matt House. And those are just three examples that were put out on social media that were made public. And I think that those three are a fair uh, voice for the people, a fair voice for the rest of the defense, that those players could not 
stand him. And that is what makes me even more frustrated. That's what makes me even more angry that he stuck around as long as he did. Because not only was he bad at his job, but the players clearly couldn't stand him. So I will reiterate what Braden Swinson said and say, kick rocks, Matt House. Better off without you. But let's look ahead to the future. What are some names? What is the, the rumor mill is rumor milling. And what is the rumor mill saying about who could eventually fill in that defensive coordinator role for LSU next season? We will get into that coming up next. All right, I want to tell you about FanDuel. The NFL regular season is wrapping up, but there is still time to get in on the action with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's right. 150 bucks in bonus bets, win or lose. And the app is so easy to use. And there are so many different ways to bet, like live same game parlays. We've got NFL games all weekend long. On Saturday, we got no college football. I know I'm going to be tuned into the Steelers Ravens game. The Ravens have already clinched the number one seed in the AFC. I would be shocked to see Lamar Jackson and the rest of their starting players play on Saturday against the Steelers. So, and the Steelers are playing for a playoff spot. I think it could be interesting potentially to watch that game, see how it's going, maybe place a live game bet on the Steelers. Because I think it's not crazy to think that the Steelers could win that game. But you could, there's several other things that you can put your money on on the FanDuel Sportsbook app. You can make a parlay in the Parlay Hub, the best way to find popular parlays, and so much more. So visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and make your first bet a layup. Again, that's FanDuel.com slash locked on. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. All right, thanks for making uh, Lockdown LSU your first listen every single day. We're free and available wherever you get your podcasts. Again, the news of Wednesday afternoon is that Brian Kelly has decided to part ways with defensive coordinator Matt House. It's a move that needed to be made. It's a move that, look, I wish you could go back in time and uh, right the wrongs that Matt House committed this past year, wasting away. Jaden Daniels Heisman Trophy season, wasting away that offense, but you can't. All you can do is move forward and do whatever you can to make this team better. And Brian Kelly moving on from Matt House shows to me a commitment to what he said he was going to do when he took the job at LSU, a commitment to making this a championship team. So who is the next defensive coordinator? What are some names that are floating around to get LSU to that point? to fix this defense. Now, it was, it was reported on Wednesday evening by Brandon Marcello. He's a, he covers all of college football for 24-7 sports, very dialed in, has resources, has sources rather, uh, all across the country. He reported on Wednesday evening that Blake Baker, defensive coordinator at Missouri, is the leading candidate for uh, LSU's defensive coordinator position. Uh, now, Blake Baker is not new to LSU. Blake Baker is not new to the state of Louisiana. Blake Baker was at LSU in 2021. He served as a co-defensive coordinator and linebackers coach in 2021. Now, 2021, the defense wasn't great, but also 
it was number 70th ranked defense in all of college football in 2020. That defense was horrendous. I don't think we could have expected in, in, in all fairness, a jump from where it was in 2020 to a top 25 defense in 2021, especially when you had as much attrition as you had, especially when you were changing up coaches. But uh, once Brian Kelly got the job, once uh, Edward Ron got fired in 2021, Blake Baker was not retained, but he has that connection to LSU. He's been at LSU. He's from Houston. He played at Tulane. He was a coach at Louisiana Tech early on in his career in the early 2010s. His wife is from the North Shore area, so he's not new to Louisiana. Recruiting in the state of Louisiana is not new to Blake Baker, but what he's done and why I think that he's a really desirable candidate, he's been at Missouri for the last two seasons. So in 2021, Missouri's defense was really, truly horrendous. Missouri's defense was statistically worse than your defense was this past year, if you can even imagine it. In 2021, Missouri ranked as the 113th defense nationally. They were giving up 435 yards per game. Missouri was giving up 34 points per game. That Missouri defense was down bad. Blake Baker was hired at Missouri ahead of the 2022 season. In 2021, Missouri's defense, 113th. 2022, they made a leap to 56th in the country. 2021, gave up 435 yards per game. 2022, 340 yards per game. That's 100 yards of improvement. Now, look, that's a lot of improvement that that could have been made. It's not like you're jumping from 25 to 5, but still, that's a really massive jump. Went from giving up 34 points per game to 25 points per game. And that is just the difference of one season. That was just in Blake Baker's first season as as the defensive coordinator at Missouri. Now, jump ahead to what he did this year. Missouri had the 25th ranked defense in college football, giving up 330 yards per game, giving up 21 points per game. And I think that that jump, defensively, that improvement defensively, that in just two years, Missouri went from the 113th ranked defense to the 25th ranked defense in just two years under Blake Baker. I think that was an underrated improvement from Missouri because we talk a lot about Missouri's offense and look, rightfully so, that Eli Drinkwitz surrenders play calling duties to Kirby Moore, that Cody Schrader transfers from Truman State, a D2 program, to Missouri, and then becomes the SEC's leading rusher. Then you look at what Missouri's offense was able to accomplish, what Missouri was able to accomplish as a whole, as a team this past year. It was incredibly impressive, and it's it's easy, and it's a lot sexier to focus on the offense. But what I think has kind of slid under the radar is the defensive improvements that wouldn't have been possible without Blake Baker. And Missouri's rise meteoric rise from 2022 to 2023 where Missouri went from you know a seven and five six and six team to now winning the cotton bowl and beating Ohio State in the cotton bowl going 10 and two in the regular season none of that would have been possible without the defensive improvements that were made under Blake Baker now my one concern about Blake Baker again he is the leader in the clubhouse per 24 7 sports my one concern was his tenure at Miami. He served 
as the defensive coordinator at Miami from 2019 to 2021 under Manny Diaz. Now, again, Manny Diaz, a defensive-minded head coach. In 2019, Blake Baker's first season as the defensive play caller at Miami. Miami was the number 23rd-ranked defense in the country. Statistically, in 2019, statistically, that was a better defense than LSU's was. Of course, in LSU's national championship season. But the next year... They fell to the 51st-ranked defense in college football. They gave up almost 800, almost 800 total yards of offense to North Carolina that season, almost 600 yards rushing alone. And it's not like North Carolina was any sort of offensive juggernaut in 2020. They weren't a bad team, but they weren't a ju- they weren't 800 yards kind of offensive juggernaut. After that season, Blake Baker was uh, was relieved of his play calling duties. He stuck around as the defensive court. He, you know, his job was retained. He ended up leaving for LSU in 2021 to be the linebackers coach, but his job would have been retained had he decided to come back to Miami, but he would not have had defensive play calling duties. So that drop off from 19 to 20 at Miami is concerning to me. Now, what's the root cause of that? Could it have been Manny Diaz maybe overstepping? There were too many defensive cooks in the kitchen. Possibly so. I could go back and find you know, the number of defensive players that Miami lost, the amount of talent that they lost year over year. That could be part of it as well. So that is one thing that does concern me is his tenure at Miami. But what he's done at Missouri in just two seasons is so incredibly impressive that I'm willing to give Blake Baker the benefit of the doubt because of what his more recent body of work shows us. And of course, it's undeniable the connection to the state of Louisiana and to LSU as a program. That's something that's prioritized by Brian Kelly. So Per Brandon Marcello, Blake Baker is the leader in the clubhouse. But what I want to get into on tomorrow's edition of Lockdown LSU is maybe some other names that are floating around. While Blake Baker is the leader, there are several other names in contention. And we'll get into that on tomorrow's edition of Lockdown LSU.